Yo, what's up, everyone? G Money Stacks here. You may remember me from shows like Off the Meat Rat Chains, New York Avenue podcast, Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks podcast, Sports Edition show, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast review show. I'm here to talk to you at home about Spotify for podcasters. Why are you wasting and struggling with your money on a hosting site to promote your show with limited storages? Forget about it. Let's break this down. If you are a current Anchor user, don't worry about the changes. Everything will be the same with added new features. Spotify for Podcasters, formerly known as Anchor, is a free hosting site and phone app that gives you old and new creation tools, also provides free hosting with access to record, upload videos from podcast episodes, edit, add music to your show, monetize, Q&A questions, polls, distribute your podcast on streaming platforms tracking analytics plus the show's growth audience from international places canada usa international including long island and the five boroughs of new york and much more you can get money from sponsorship with no minimum listenership spotify for podcasters also offers hosting and a way to upload podcast videos to attract listeners also keep track of the number number of streams these are the important keys to making a podcast if you like to create a podcast and be a guest co-host like myself you can download the free spotify for podcasters app on your iphones android phones ipads android tablets apple mac and dell laptops with windows or check out the website for more information to get a head start on your podcast journey at www.podcasters.spotify.com. If I can reach success, so can you. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. I'm G Money Stacks, aka The Greginator. Thank you for listening to me and the podcast. Let's go.
Good evening, USA, International, Canada, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most misunderstood, lonely nomad, the man who holds the back doors of the Q5 and N24 buses, unstoppable independent podcaster, and Queens, New York native of Lawrence and Queens, New York. And you are rocking and hanging out with me, listening, streaming, watching the 312th episode of Off the Meat Rat Change New York Avenue podcast, live and direct from StreamYard, YouTube, and aside myself, is the Instagram live feed. Be sure to, to follow the podcast on Instagram, turn on your notifications so you can be notified on when I'm going to be on Instagram live recording episodes. And... um and if you are new to the youtube universe and you miss any new or previous episodes whatsoever don't worry i got your back all you have to do is grab the subscribe button alongside with alerts so you can be reminded and notified on when the recording of the podcast episodes is going to start along with the date, month, and the time. All right. And um, be sure to leave a like and a comment alongside with the topics that's being discussed. More, more of your content. New and previous episodes in case you miss anything. Don't worry. Um, be sure to share the episodes, share the videos, listen, stream, watch the episodes, and be sure to, you know, download the episodes. Not only, not only that, add the podcast to your playlist, whether you have Spotify, Deezer, Audible, Odyssey, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, YouTube, any streaming platform wherever you get your podcast all right and um yes yeah, so like i said be sure to catch the, the live podcast episodes if you miss anything whatsoever everything's uploaded and posted to the youtube channel page all right so tell a friend to another friend and I will handle the rest at the end of this podcast show recording. For those of you that's that's new, welcome to the show. Um, this is a comedy space for um wild, fun, crazy, fun topics of entertainment news. There's music news, including hip hop. There's um there's transit. There's a little bit of segments and everything in between. All right, so, all right, so what do you say, what do you say when we get into some transit news, all right? I I am going to mention um, about SantaCon in a couple minutes, um, like I previously said in 3.11. Um, I wasn't able to record 312 yesterday because I was trying to set up some clothes for work. 
So that's pretty much what this is. So anyway. Um anyway, hold on a second. Let me see something here. Sorry about that. That's not what I meant. Okay. Nope. Hang on. All right, all right. Um. All right, here we go. New York Mass Transit Files, man. We got a little bit to talk about about the new subway cars and all that great stuff right there. So let's get into it here. Okay, our first transit topic here is the R211, the new R211 train cars. And this is according to um, AMNY, which is where I normally get my topics, of course. Um, Okay, so here's what's happening here. For the first time in 50 years, the Staten Island Railway is getting brand new train cars, MTA leaders announced Tuesday. The, f- the five new R211 cars mark the first step in a long-awaited modernization of the borough's public transport transportation system. The R211s, which are the newest model in the MTA's arsenal, feature wider doors and accessible seating, along with a host of behind-the-scenes improvements like security, cameras, and upgraded signal equipment to improve reliability. Okay, let me see who's in the live chat. Let me see. And shout-outs to Live Johnson in the building. Thank you for watching this. I appreciate you. And, yeah, I appreciate you and stuff. Um, All right. Yes, so for the first time in 50 years, brand new cars, brand new faster, cleaner, and safer trains are coming to Staten Island, said New York City Transit President Richard Davey. These new top-of-the-line R211 cars feature security cameras and digital displays, along with wider doorways that will help speed up boarding times and run more reliable service. I look forward to delivering Staten Island Railway customers a totally totally modernized fleet as we introduce more new cars in the future. Um, The MTA made the announcement on October 17th at the Clifton Maintenance Shop on Staten Island. Um, Hang on a minute here. Um, yeah, Staten Island, where the trains were on full display, they served as a stark contrast to the out of date cars currently being used on the Staten Island railway system that were put into use in 1973. With 58 inch wide door openings, 
um, the new cars are getting onto the train much easier, which the MTA says will help reduce wait times at stations and keep the transit system moving. Good luck with that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> wider doors and additional accessible seating will drastically improve the experience for all riders, particularly those with disabilities. Parents with strollers and seniors, said MTA Chief Accessibility Officer um, Kumail Arroyo. I'm excited for riders on Staten Island to experience a more comfortable and convenient ride. The R211 cars were first introduced on the A line in March, and the MTA has been slowly introducing more of the models into service across the city. Tuesday marks the first time the new trains were designed specifically for the often overlooked Staten Island railway system. I've heard from time to time that Staten Island feels like it's the forgotten borough, said Davey. But I am here to tell you that it is the remembered borough. Elected leaders hailed the arrival of the new trains and the state of the art features coming along with them these these new railway cars will go a long way in improving accessibility public safety and the overall commuter experience on the staten island railway said u.s um representative nicole maleotakis who represent who rep Represent Staten Island in a statement. We appreciate the MTA's attention to our borough's transportation needs. The MTA is planning to replace all existing Staten Island railway cars with the newer R211 models by the end of 2024. In quote, these cars will ensure the customer experience continue to improve with features like security cameras, which make a difference and help address public safety concerns said assembly member charles fall we're going to continue to fight to deliver on other projects that can improve the, the lives of staten islanders with the addition of the new train cars the mta hopes to increase usage usage on the railway which saw new sorry about that sorry about that um yeah um yes um yes um yes with the addition of new train cars the mta hopes to increase usage on the railway which saw nearly four million passengers throughout 2022 and connects to the staten island ferry at the borough's northern tip um, we spent many years talking about modernizing our transportation infrastructure. Now I'm, I am glad to see that we are finally doing it," said Assemblymember Michael Riley. These R211 cars will ensure quick, comfortable, and reliable transportation for Staten Islanders who use the Staten Island Railway as part of their daily commute. Next, we have. We have another, we have two crazy incidents here, man. Um, this is, this one involves an 85 year old 
getting pushed to the subway tracks again. Oh my gosh. Oh my fucking gosh, man. Um an 85-year-old man was shoved onto the subway tracks at a midtown train station early Wednesday morning during a dispute, as police said. The, elder, the elderly man got into an argument with a fellow strap hanger on the southbound B and D train platform at West 47th Street at around 5.40 a.m. Before the suspect got violent, the suspect allegedly pushed the senior onto the tracks, leaving the octogenarian will a laceration to his left knee the victim was taken by ems to mount sinai west in stable condition jeez man jeez what is wrong with people what is wrong with people i swear man what is wrong with people like seriously, like seriously, you really, and you wonder why a lot of people, you wonder why a lot of people don't take subway trains anymore because of incidents like this. Like this is crazy and this has gone way far enough and it's becoming very repetitive and a repeating pattern. It's here, gotta do something, man. They gotta, they gotta. They gotta step that fucking game up, man. Seriously, they really, <laughs> they really do. Oh boy, this is crazy, man. That's an epic fail, folks. That's a fucking epic fail. You know what I mean? Like, this is really, 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 really crazy. It's fucking insane. First, you have people getting pushed to the tracks by Elmhurst Avenue in Queens. Then you have incidents like Ralph Avenue train station and all these other train stations. Like, this is getting out of hand. Like y'all gotta, y'all gotta step your fucking game up. Y'all gotta do something about this shit. This is so fucking ridiculous right now. And this is some scary shit, though, folks. <laughs> this is some scary ass shit. Anyway, um, anyway, uh, let's see. Where did I leave off? Yes, the alleged perpetrator then fled the scene in an unknown direction. Police have released a photo of the suspect who is described as being approximately five feet, eight inches tall with a medium complexion 
and medium build. He was last seen wearing black pants, a black long sleeve shirt, a gray hooded sweatshirt on his head, and carrying a black coat. Um, anyone with information in regards to this incident is asked to call the NYPD's Crime Stoppers hotline at 1-800-577-TIPS, which is 8477, or for Spanish, 1-888-57-PISTA, which is 74782. Um, another person getting pushed to the tracks is a man. Wait, hold on. A woman. A woman got pushed to the tracks. But this time, this time, um, this is in a different, this is a, this is in a different subway station. So, according to People, New York City police are searching for a suspect who allegedly pushed a woman off a Manhattan subway platform. On Wednesday, a 30-year-old woman was pushed was pushed into a moving southbound subway train at 53rd Street, 5th Avenue station platform around noon before heading either to or from her place of work. In NYPD spokesperson tells people the subway station was shut down after the incident causing delays. The unidentified woman is in critical condition at Cornell Medical Center, announced Michael Kemper, the police department's um, chief of, of transit, said at a news conference Wednesday afternoon. Oh, Lord. As the train was pulling out the station, she was pushed, causing her head to strike the moving train. The train departed the station, and then she fell onto the the roadbed on the tracks, Kemper said. Fortunately, there were eyewitnesses and good Samaritans that were on that platform that helped her back up off the roadbed onto the platform. Police identified the suspect as Sabir Jones, age 39, Kemper said. Jones fled the scene on foot, leaving the station at the turnstile by West 53rd Street and 5th Avenue, police said. Oh, Lord. This is crazy. This is really crazy. And I know a lot of people will be angry about this. I would too. Sorry about that.
Yeah. Um, let me see where did I leave off. Where is I? Um. Okay, during the press conference, Kemper would not offer information about Jones priors, but said he is known to us in the subway system. The MTA st stations, video surveillance, witnesses, and good Samaritans help identify the suspect and help the victim, Kemper said. According to witnesses, the suspect was speaking to himself before he pushed the woman, um, reports the New York Times. The Bowery Residence Committee, which provides homeless outreach services on the subway, has seen Jones on multiple occasions, occasions as part of the committee's outreach practices, according to a person who re received access to Jones's uh, social service records, reports the Times. During Wednesday's press conference, MTA ch chair General Lieber said that the public transit department has made tremendous progress on subway crime. Um, according to the NYPD, there have been 15 incidents of people being pushed onto the excuse me onto the subway tracks so far in 2023. While at this time last year there were 22 incidents, reports WABC. Crime is 9% down from where it was before COVID, Lieber said. But that's no consolation to the family of this young woman. That's no consolation at all. He, he shared the MTA's sympathies with the victim, her family, and the New Yorkers who are trying to live their lives. We're going to fight to make sure that the mental health system and the people who are responsible for evaluating evaluating the condition of these people who are having a disproportionate impact on the space. He said of those struggling with mental illness, we feel them, but we need for them to get into treatment and out of the public space. The subways are what makes new york possible it's the only way we can live at this density and part of the, the greatness of new york is all this face-to-face -face interaction lieber said but when things like this happen we have to double down and work even harder to protect no protect new york um anyone with information in regards to this incident is asked to call the nypd's crime stoppers hotline at 1-800-577-TIPS, which is 8477, or for Spanish, which is 1-888-57-PISTA, which is 74782. All right. Um, okay. Um, let me see. All right. Everybody is so fucking relieved that the SAG after after strike is fucking over. Like seriously, this is just—it's been a long, 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 long time, man. And that's gonna start off. That's gonna start off. Um, 
this week's chatting or the jazz. All right. I got a lot to say about um these people, actually. You know what I'm saying? Um, so here it is. Chatting or the jazz. Yes, let's get on. Let's get on to the SAG after um after strike ending already. It already ended, and um, I know everybody's really relieved. But the thing is, it doesn't fix the people who lost their homes and jobs. You know what I'm saying? I mean, these strikes, the writer strike and the after strike, did a lot of damage. And it's not just the AMPTP. It's the, it's the people from SAG Astra that did a lot of damage too. I get they want to get things that they're old. I get that, but you basically tore families apart. You know what I'm saying? You really tore families apart, though. Like that was just some crazy, crazy foul shit. But anyway. Um, according to the, according to the Los Angeles, uh, the Los Angeles Times, the LA Times, right? Members of, of performers union SAG Astra have voted in favor of the contract that ended the actor strike following a weeks long ratification period that saw a number of actors voice concerns about the new deal. The ratification vote, which was expected, marks the end of Hollywood's extraordinary season of labor discontent that caused widespread disruptions across the film and TV industry. The so-called Memorandum of Agreement was approved Tuesday night by a vote of 78.33% to 21.67%. Voter turnout among the union's 160,000 members was 38.15%, according to the Guild. End quote. Today we close out one of the most important chapters in recent entertainment industry history, the union said in a statement posted on X, formerly known as Twitter. The verdict from from membership was decisive, marking the second highest margin of approval since the Screen Actors Guild and the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists uh, merged in 2012. For context, 74% of voters approved the Guild's TV and theatrical contract in 2020, 76% voted in favor in 2017, and 92% voted yes in 2014. The document was first recommended by SAG Astra's negotiating um, committee and nation board, no, excuse me, national board of directors after the union and the alliance representing the major Hollywood studios reached a tentative sense, a tentative settlement in early November, ending the 118 day walkout. 
The AMPTP member companies congratulate SAG Astra on the ratification of its um protection hold on of its new contract which represents historic gains and protections for performers uh the alliance said in a statement hold on a second here and close that out um with this vote the industry and the jobs it supports will be able to return in full force sag astra national executive director and chief negotiator duncan duncan crabtree ireland said he was thrilled to see the deal pass noting that he was particularly pleased that nearly 40 percent of members cast their ballots the highest level of participation in a contract ratification vote in sag astra history this is a deal that i really believe in and i'm so happy to see that the vast majority of sag astra members also believe in it crabtree island told the times we have a robust democracy the the members had a very strong debate over the last few weeks about this deal and i think it's clear that our members took the time to educate themselves and really understand what the issues are that's not to say that this deal gives us everything we ever need he added it is one step in a process of collective bargaining that's been going on since 1937 and will continue to go on into the future the new three-year film and tv contract includes wage increases streaming bonuses regulations around casting and auditions updated equity and inclusion practices and safeguards against sexual harassment guild leaders have valued the deal at more than one billion dollars that's one billion dollars <laughs> the agreement also establishes my myriad artificial excuse me um artificial intelligence protections requiring employers to obtain clear and conspicuous consent from performers before creating and using digital replicas of them for a project when using their digital replicas employers must also pay performers for the time they would have otherwise work in person um so hang on a second here
<sighs> Sorry about that. I had to drink some tea actually real quick. Um where was it? where where was I? Um okay. So still some actors have complained that the protections outlined in the contract, particularly those related to artificial intelligence, don't go far enough. Hmm. Um, SAG Astra leaders, um, Crabtree Ireland and Fran Dresser have repeatedly defended the defended and championed their agreement. Hold on, yeah, championed the agreement, um, which was unanimously, um, recommended by the negotiating committee and approved by 86% of the national board. The fervent discourse about, excuse me, um, discourse about the artificial intelligence terms was an important dialogue and discussion. Crabtree Island said Tuesday, this is a ongoing fight that ultimately we're all on the same side of, which is to make sure actors are treated fairly and I'm very eager to keep working with all of the folks who spoke out very passionately, even if they weren't in support of this agreement. SAG after released the full 128-page draft of the agreement to members more than a week before the voting window closed. Um... Um, close an unprecedented move by the union, which typically releases only a summary of the contract before ratification. Guild leaders opted to rush the process this year under pressure from some members who weren't satisfied with the abridged version um, published November 12th. I hope to ratify the contract that promises to curve, excuse me, carve a new fe- a new future for every community represented, Dresser said in a video message to members shortly before the full draft came out. But I want you all, but I want you to make sure that you make you make an informed decision. Um, your vote matters. You matter. This contract speaks volumes to that point. I appreciate your due diligence and trust you will come up with the right conclusion that supports like never before, both you and your fellow SAG Astra members. Um, <clears throat> several prominent members of the performers union publicly shared their opinions on the contract in the days leading up to the final vote count. Jessica Chastain from Zero Thought 30, the eyes of Tammy Faye, and Coleman Domingo from Euphoria, Fear of the Walking Dead, have indicated in recent interviews that they voted yes, while Kendrick Sampson from Insecure, How to Get Away with Murder, declared on Instagram that he was voting no because he felt there was not enough leverage in this contract to outsmart the few who hold all the resources. The resources. 
I do think personally it is a good deal. Chastain told reporters at the Merrick Merrick Catch International Film Festival. But of course, I only have one vote, and it's important to me what everyone else thinks as well. And and that's the beautiful thing about taking a vote. Everyone gets to have a say. Jessica Brown, a former strike captain and background actor who has worked on LA's finest and American Horror Story said she voted yes because she felt the negotiating team really came through for background actors in terms of artificial intelligence artificial intelligence protections. Brown added that she was digitally scanned for a Marvel production during the COVID-19 slam pandemic an experience she described as both fascinating and a little frightening background has always been impacted by ways of trying to duplicate people to get the shots that they need told brown told the times and with the negotiations that the contract has in place we can actually nip nip it in the bud now <clears throat> among the members who voted against the contract was brock powell an actor and voice artist who feels that the negotiating committee failed to make significant significant enough gains around artificial intelligence residuals and access to streaming to streaming metrics powell fears that stunt performers and voice artists could now be in jeopardy of losing their jobs to artificial intelligence artificial intelligence replicants of celebrities we often hear well this is the best we can do well get them in three years now now's not the time powell told the times when things when things are given away in prior contracts it makes it really hard to gain things back now that's the sag astra contract has been ratified the industry can begin to move forward but it will take a while for the entertainment industry to fully recover from the prolonged production shutdown caused by the overlap the overlapping writers and actors walkouts which lasted about six months combined since the writer's strike began in may an estimated forty-five thousand entertainment and sound recording industry jobs disappeared from payrolls according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Adjacent businesses such as lo local florists, caterers, and prop houses that film and TV productions depend on were hit hard as well, resulting in widespread layoffs, furloughs, and pay cuts. As filming starts to ramp up, industry insiders and experts predict that studios will create less content slash production um, budgets and cut back on pricey producer deals in an effort to save money due to the economic impact of the work stoppage, stoppages and rise in labor costs. Additionally, uh, more than a dozen movies have been pushed from 2024 to 2025 or pulled from the release calendar altogether because of the strike in induced production delays 
which could result in a lighter film slate for theaters still bouncing back from the COVID-19 slamdemic, let alone the work stoppages. Um, okay. Now, if you want to take a look at the 128 pages or whatever um, by SAG after, um, there is a link that says release the full 128 page draft. You can look at it for yourself at the LA Times website. <sighs> Even though they didn't get everything that they want, right? But, you know, the stupid part, the stupid part is they try to get a levy, you know what I'm saying? From what some of the YouTubers, including Clownfish TV, were saying. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, we, I think sometimes when people get caught up in the strikes and stuff, they don't realize um, the impact that is affecting people who lost their jobs, lost their homes, and affecting businesses. And and it's going to be a while for um, California to bounce back because they lost of California has lost over over 1.2 billion dollars you know what i'm saying and that's a damn shame actually you know what i'm you know what i'm saying that's just crazy um yeah so let me see what else can we talk about here um all right what we need to do hang on a minute here uh okay hang on a second one moment um wait a minute here Um, okay. Um, okay. Um, let's go to um let's go to Elo Kuji. And this is from BT.com. Um all right, so 2023 is shaping up to be an unforgettable year for Elo Kuji, the legendary Queens rapper had been everywhere as one of hip-hop's most celebrated ambassadors he celebrated hip-hop 50 with his second annual rock the bells festival in his hometown which which drew more than thirteen thousand attendees and toured the country on the force 
live tour accompanied by The Roots. Partnering with A&E and Ice-T, he launched Hip Hop Treasures, which documents how field collectors and curators track down some of the culture's most revered items to be included in the Universal Hip Hop Museum. For his latest project, the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer once again teamed up with The Roots for the in-season tournament um, anthem to kick off the NBA's in-season tournament. In an exclusive interview with BET.com, LL spoke about how celebrating Hip Hop 50 propelled him into a creative zone. I just, in quote, I just decided what I wanted to do for hip hop culture was to be um, more of service to our culture. So to do that, I had to get out there myself, LL said. Whether it's going on tour, putting out a book, or working with the NBA, I just want to help elevate the culture and help move it forward. Also, LL announced that he's set to release his 14th album which is his first full-length project since the 2008's authentic the force a flaming a flaming hot track released for the forthcoming album and produced by q-tip has left the rap world with high expectations for uncle l's next lp creating makes life better it makes it more exciting and i get to do what i love which is fulfilling to me ello said i get to set up other people to do what they love so that's what it's been doing man i finished a new album that i'm gonna put out later this year or early next year we're getting the visuals together we're having a good time um Along with Hip Hop Treasures, LL has expanded his role as a cultural documentarian with the recent release of his latest work, LL Cool J Presents The Streets Win, 50 Years of Hip Hop Greatness, co-authored with acclaimed journalist Vicky Tobat and Alec Banks. Edit editorial director of Rock the Bells, it was released in October and it celebrates the 50th anniversary of the influential culture sound and preeminent voices of american hip-hop music we've been working on the book for quite a while it's first person essays from some of the greatest hip-hop luminaries such as graphic artists fashion designers and djs we came up with the book and asked all these artists to con to contribute because 300 years from now we want the narrative to be right about hip hop culture, he explained. Ali Banks and Vicky Toback helped me get to these artists and they wrote their own essays all about how they feel about hip hop culture from their point of view. They wrote about um, why they got into it, how it changed their lives how it influenced them and how they influenced it. So this is a book that will be here as for as long as the planet is here, he said. Throughout the summer, 
and into the fall, LO has been headlining the force, um, which stands for um, Frequencies of Real Creative Energy Tour. Um, accompanied by The Roots, the sold-out tour has been playing across the country, featuring fellow hip-hop legends such as Queen Latifah, Rockham, Big Daddy Kane, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Roxanne Shante, Common, Slick Rick, and Dougie Fresh, MC Light, and many more. <laughs> After performing with The Roots at the 66th, 66th Grammy Awards in February, LL knew they could curate a show on an even larger scale. When I did the 50th anniversary hip hop celebration at the Grammys with Quest Love and Black Thought, we decided that we should take the show on the road, Ella recalled. We got together with Sean, Sean G of Live Nation, Urban, and we made it happen. Um, we did arenas all over the country, and we have one more date at the TD Garden in Boston in on November 19th, which already happened. Um, we had a lot of fun. Um, following the tour, um, Ella collaborated with The Roots again to reimagine his legendary hit record, Mama Said Knock You Out, matched up with The Roots' hit, Here I Come. The track will serve as the official anthem of the inaugural NBA end season tournament. Um, that sounds pretty fun. Um, the anthem will debut will debut on the first night on the first night of the NBA in season um, tournament on ESPN across all NBA social platforms and in the NBA app each night. The song will start the games of the NBA in-season tournament on ESPN and TNT. Ella spoke. Ella spoke about with. Okay, Ella spoke about working with the NBA and now and how he came up with the idea to update one of his classic songs. Um. I got a call from the NBA about the in-season tournament, and they wanted me to see if I could play with Mama Said Knock You Out. They asked if I could get creative and flip it in a new way, LL said. I called up Quest and said, yo, let's let's flip the joint. Let's make it a little different. Let's put a little different spin on it and and have some fun for the MDB, for the NBA. As the first game of the in-season tournament is set to premiere on Friday, um, which happened November 3rd, Ello shared his excitement about working with the league and the Roots to help usher a new era of basketball for the NBA. Um, as expected, He believes that Mama Said Knock You Out was the perfect choice to bring in the inaugural um, tournament. Um, we just wanted to create some art 
and that's what we did. So we're here, and it feels exciting. LL added. I think people will enjoy it, and I think it will be a great way to kick off the first year of the NBA in-season tournament. Yeah. All right. Um. One moment. Sorry about that, folks. I had to, um, I had to blow my nose real quick, actually. Um, all right, so, all right, so we're gonna go to the next topic, and this is this is pertaining to some little Debbie snacks that has ice cream flavors, and this is basically, um, you know, the you know, since Christmas is around the corner, um, I figured. I named this episode Desserts Includes Some Ice Cream Flavors, which is going to be dedicated to little to, to the Little Debbie brand and its snacks and desserts. So, um, according to this website, suddenliving.com, um, is it too early to start dreaming about the about all the holiday treats that will be piled high on our tables? come December, while visions of sugar plums have indeed started to dance in our heads. 
we're also excited to enjoy nostalgic recipes that bring us back to simpler days. It seems that the best sweets reminded us of our childhoods, whether potato candy. (laughs) Potato candy. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Buttermints or or spritz cookies. <laughs> oh, shit. In my household, those classics are molasses crinkle cookies. <laughs> that sounds good. And grandma's grandma's signature fruitcake dotted with so many, so many nuts that you are surprised the loaf holds together. In addition to homemade delights that star on cookie platters across the South, there are a handful of anticipated seasonal products that folks wait all year long to buy. One of the most popular and nostalgia-driven options in this category is the iconic Little Debbie Christmas tree cake, yellow cake cut in a tree shape with cream filling and festive decorations. In 2021, Little Debbie considered number number one in the United States for baked sweet goods and based in Collegedale, Tennessee, launched Christmas tree cakes as a pint-sized ice cream flavor sold exclusively at Walmart. And, of course, my job, Big Lots, actually sells them as well um, and along with other stores. Naturally, it's sold like hotcakes. Yep. <laughs> I got the gingerbread. I got the gingerbread one. And I have the uh and I have the cherry joint. So um now with all of us hooked on seasonal scoops, the brand has confirmed two brand new flavors celebrating popular Christmas snack cakes and Collaboration with family-owned Hudsonville Ice Cream, Cherry Cordials, Ice Cream, and Chocolate Christmas Tree Cakes Ice Cream. Hello, holiday cheer. (laughs) So let's break down what these flavors are, man. So we got Cherry Cordials, uh, cherry-flavored ice cream with cookie pieces chocolatey flakes and a cherry um variegate we have chocolate christmas tree cakes which is chocolate ice cream with chocolate cake pieces and holiday sprinkles kind of like with the vanilla christmas tree cakes that i had previously and and yeah they got that too and backed by popular demand christmas tree cakes white cake flavored ice cream with yellow cake pieces green sanding sugar and a red icing variegate collaborator hudsonville ice cream posted on instagram that the festive scoops would be coming soon and our wishes have been granted a rep for little debbie confirmed that the new holiday flavors are on freezer shelves now exclusively at walmart for a limited time um Let's see. Cherry Cordios ice cream and chocolate Christmas tree cakes ice cream will join 
Little Debbie's already robust line of Walmart exclusive frozen desserts, which include the stable the staples of oatmeal cream pies, oatmeal cream pies, cream cosmic brownies, ice cream zebra cakes, ice cream honey buns, ice cream nutty bars, ice cream, and several others. The reindeer may enjoy an icy scoop of something sweet after pulling Santa's sleigh all evening. So be sure to check out the ice cream aisle at Walmart for this fun Christmas surprise, one of the first of the season. So y'all can check out your Walmart and your other supermarket places. You can even check out Big Lots. Um, you can even check out Big Lots. If you're in the Long Island area, um, Big Lots where I work, um has the little debbie christmas snacks um but it's only at a limited time so you might as well get your chance to actually grab some including the ginger including the ginger the gingerbread um um flavored one that i have um and this is pretty yummy though man and i can't i can't help it though man <laughs> I cannot help that, and it'll be interesting to see if um certain supermarkets like Western Beef, and along with other other big stores like um Key Food, Whole Foods, um BJ's, and other stores have like the the ice cream version, <laughs> the ice cream version. <laughs> which is very 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 cool right there man in stores though so be sure to check them out try them and also for christmas um every year there is a there is a tin can a big take a big tin can that has um different flavored popcorns which is which is which is butter i which is butter popcorn cheese popcorn caramel popcorn um of course of course if i'm not mistaken um you can also look up cinnamon popcorn as well you can also look that up as well so um see which stores has them and then you just try them out for yourself all right and this is just a way to actually get into the christmas spirit season right here all right so um <laughs> now that shit's making me hungry right there but hey i had to put that in there okay all right let's go to let me see sorry about that um let's see <clears throat> let's see um give me one second um give me one second
Yes. So, um, yes. Um, all right. We're going to go into, let's go into DJ K Slay. Um, last track of 200 MCs rolling deep. Let's get into it right here. Um, let's get into it right here. Um, all right, let's see. All right, um, this is according to Complex. And um, so it's been a year and a half after his death. DJ K. Slay, a.k.a. the Drama King, um, is being honored with the release of the ultimate posse cut in the form of Rolling 200 Deep. <clears throat> okay. Um, divided into 16 tracks, Rolling 200 Deep spans 62 minutes and features 200 rappers, including legends like Snoop Dogg, Ice-T, Raekwon the Chef, Ghostface, AZ, Run DMC, Bun B, Big Daddy Kane, Kid Capri, Goody Mob, Styles P, Sheik Luch, Tony Ayo, Memphis Bleak, Twista, E-40, Papoose, Saigon, Cassidy, jo- Joel Ortiz, Young Buck, Rod Digger, Benny the Butcher, and more. The track marks the fourth installment in DJ K Slay's Rolling Deep series. Rolling, f- uh, yeah, S- no series. Um, following 2005's Rolling 25 Deep, 2020's f- Rolling 50 Deep, and 2021's Rolling 110 Deep. Um, so DJ K Slay. AKA the drama King died at the age of 55 in April, 2022, following a serious bout with COVID-19 early. Wow. 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 Um, yeah, that's difficult. That's difficult and tough right there, man. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> of course, um, he will be remembered as a legend, and um, and of course, um, um, and of course, alongside with um another person who passed, uh, Fred the Godson, which I ain't get a chance to talk about. Um, but I'll probably talk about him in a future episode. So, um, but not, but not in this episode right here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it really sucks though, man, to lose somebody you care for. Um, Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, so um, earlier this year, the legendary hip-hop figure was honored with a street named after him in his native Harlem. The celebration took place in August as a sign at 109th and 105th Street, and First Day Avenue was named after K. Slay. Of course, you can watch the music video for Rolling 200 Deep up top and stream the song now on all major platforms you you can also check out the video on youtube so you know what i'm saying so there you have it right there man and that's pretty much everything we have right here um so sip to dj Slay, aka drama king all right let's get on to some lighter stuff right here man so Ice Spice says that she doesn't consider herself a lyricist. And another, and this is from Complex as well. So, so, so listen to this. In an interview with um, Eclean Luz Miller, Cara Balo for Complex, Rising superstar Ice Spice addressed whether she considers herself a lyrical rapper or not. Um, end quote. It's funny because Hype was just trying to call me a lyricist. I wouldn't consider myself a lyricist. Obviously, lyrics go into music, and I do think about them, and I do be having bars in my music, but they are just super simple. The 23-year-old said, I want them to be digestible. I don't want them to fly over people's heads and they never catch it. I want people to hear it right away and be like, okay, that was cute, but it's also fun at the same time. True. That's true. Hold on. Elsewhere in the interview, Ice Spice said that she keeps her phone on do not disturb mode all the time and avoids spending too much time on social media. She faced she's faced a lot of criticism since making waves last year, whether due to play the, the playful content of her music or simply for being a woman in a male dominated genre. Ice Spice explained that she doesn't listen to what random people have to say about her about her on social media, but she does listen to the opinions of critics. They actually study music and care about it, she explained. So I feel like I'd rather hear their opinion. I'm more interested in that because at least the at least it'll be paragraphs explaining why they feel that way and I'll be able to understand the person better versus just one little hateful ass comment from a private page. At least there's an author and a face attached. Last week, the rapper blessed fans with her new song, Pretty Girl, featuring Rima. 
She later performed the song on Saturday Night Live, where she was introduced by friend and collaborator Taylor Swift. Speaking of Saturday Night Live, um, let's get it. Let's get into the previous thing um, that happened. That happened um, um, two months ago, and this is according to People. Ice Spice hit the Saturday Night live stage for the first time as a musical guest this weekend and she even got a little help from her friend taylor swift the rapper's performance accompanied snl alum peter no pete da- pete pete davidson aka pistol pete <laughs> as michael rapaport would say <laughs> <laughs> oh shit first hosting gig for the 49th season premiere after performing her hit in her mood and before it was time for the musical guest to shine once more for a performance of pretty girl with collaborator rima um ice age 23 was introduced by a certain industry pal once again Ice Spice Swift said on camera to announce the rapper's second track. Ice, whose real whose real name Isis Naja Gaston, opted for flashing neon lights, background choreography, and a few of her own go-to dance moves. In her mood, saw Ice rock a black t-shirt, denim shorts and a diamond necklace as during pretty girl she wore a green top and a tan skirt with a her signature princess princess necklace pretty girl marks both ice and Rima's latest single having released this week with a colorful music video weeks after weeks after nbc announced ice spices and snl debut with Davidson in early October. News of her performance came months after the cancellation of Davidson's originally scheduled perform, no, originally scheduled appearance with Little Uzi Vert as the musical guest due to the Writers Guild of America strike, which ended in late September. Um, Ice Spice skyrocketed to to fame to fame when her song Munch Feeling You went viral on TikTok in 2022. Her rise gave way to multiple high-profile collaborations such as Nick, Nick, Nicki Minaj on Bobby World, Pink Panthers on Boys Alive Part 2, and Swift on her Karma remix. Swift who revealed Ice Spice as a surprise guest on her heiress tour, had compliments on her own for the SNL performer. End quote, I'm a massive fan of this brilliant artist, and after getting to know her, I can confirm she is the one to watch. Swift wrote on Instagram of the rapper earlier this year. Um, Ice Spice released her first EP, Like, in January, in which a collab on Gangsta Boo with Lil TJ earned the rapper her first entry on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Most recently, the Delhi artist also won 
the new the best new artist title at the 2023 NTV VMAs in September, where she teared up and grew emotional as she accepted the award. And quote, thank you so much. Thank you, MTV. Oh my God, this is so cool. The rapper said as the crowd roared. She then went on to thank her fan base. I just want to thank my munchkins. I love you. I love you guys so much. She concluded her speech by paying tribute to her hometown of New York City. Shout out, shout out the Bronx, period. Um, so there you have it right there, man. So um I want to make some noise for hang on a second. I want to make some noise for Ice Spice. Hello, Cool J. Um, hello, Cool J. Yeah, those are the two I'm gonna. Those are the two I'm gonna actually uh, make some noise on. So, and I couldn't be proud of the icon Hello, Cool J, and I couldn't be proud of Ice Spice as well. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so. All right, so let's make some noise. Up next, um, we're going to go into, um, up next, we're going to go into, uh, let me see, we're going to go into, I want to go into, all right, let's get into, all right, let's get into the movie field for a sec. So what's this about Chris Chris Pratt starring as Garfield as the voice of Garfield? This is interesting. He just played he just played um the voice of Mario months ago and it made over a billion dollars. Just like Barbie did. Um, yeah, let's get into it right here in the movie man cave popcorn segment. All right, so let's get into it right here. We're gonna get into it right here, man. This 
we gotta talk about this. And I'm like, wait a second, didn't they have an didn't they have a Garfield already? Instead, if it, it just seems like a remake to me, but let's get it. We're gonna get let's get into it right here, man. Um, without further ado. Movie Man Cave Popcorn is the segment. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. All right, here we go. So Chris Pratt, right? <laughs> yeah. Chris Pratt. Let's get into it. Let's get into it right here. All right. So Chris Pratt, right? According to Variety, Chris Pratt embodies the world's most sarcastic yet endearing orange feline, which means cat. In the trailer for the Garfield movie, premiering in theaters on May 24th, 2024. The new animated feature introduces new characters to comic creator Jim Davis universe, including Samuel Jackson as Vic, Garfield's father. Both Pratt and Jackson have been haunting their voice acting chops with Jackson playing another animated cat in Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank, and Pratt portraying Mario in the Super Mario Brothers movie. The trail in the trailer for the Garfield movie, Pratt's lovable fat cat explains how he adopted adopted his owner John. Before he dives into uh he dives into a tray of lasagna. <laughs> he warns the audience, I apologize in advance. The eating you are about to see will not be pretty. And, <laughs> and if you have young children, this would be a good time for them to leave the room. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, Pratt's Garfield's film is the latest from the franchise to to take the big screen. Bill Murray previously starred as the t- titular character in Garfield the movie in 2004 and his sequel, Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties in 2006. 
the live action and CGI hybrid films garnered commercial success. Despite mostly negative critical reception, the, the franchise has also inspired direct-to-video movies like Garfield Gets Real and Garfield's Fun Fest. In addition to the animated series, Garfield and Friends and The Garfield Show. Chicken Little and Emperor's New Groove director Mark Dindale directs Garfield from a script written by David Reynolds. Not to be confused with Ryan Reynolds, folks. <laughs> Known for Finding Nemo, the film is produced by Columbia Pictures and financed by Alcon Entertainment, which owns the rights to the Garfield comic series and brand. Sony Pictures will distribute Garfield globally, excluding China. Davis serves as executive producer with Bridget McMeal and Craig Sost, John Cohen, Stephen P. Wagner, Andrew Kos um, Kosov, um, Broderick Johnson, name it Mal Hostra. And Tom Jacome are the film's producers. Of course, you can check out the trailer on YouTube for yourself. And, you know, you can voice your opinion on what you feel about the Garfield movie compared to the previous Garfield movies. Do you think that the Garfield movie um, live action is is basically better than better than the previous Garfield movie. Let me know in the comments in the YouTube in the YouTube comment section below. And I'm gonna actually make a question out of this actually. So um so stay tuned for that for streaming platforms in the future. <laughs> All right, so let's get into let's get into Let's get into um all right, so let's get into um hold on a minute here. While I'm on my while I am on while I am on um the movie man cave um segment, we have a box office that we need to get into right here. Um and this is according to the box office module website. So and this is um recently um um Beyonce's um music movie uh, Renaissance came out recently and it is it's making twenty three million dollars. Yeah, twenty three million dollars. Um that's number one. Number two, the Hunger Games prequel um made nineteen million dollars. Nineteen million dollars actually. Um Nineteen million dollars. Hold on a second. Um, these numbers are, these numbers are really, really, these numbers are crazy. All right. So, if I'm reading this right, okay. So, Renaissance twenty three million dollars fifty one twenty three million fifty one thousand one sixty four dollars. Hunger Games prequel. Um, nineteen million five hundred twelve thousand five eighteen dollars. 
Godzilla minus one, uh, the Japanese version, um, $17 million. Um, $17 million. Um, and, uh, and uh, one thousand three hundred and thirty-four dollars. Napoleon, ten million dollars. Ten million two seventy-nine thousand three twenty-nine dollars. Trolls band together nine million six forty-eight thousand seven twenty dollars. Wish, um. The movie that everybody's talking about that it flopped. Um nine million five sixty-eight thousand nine hundred and four dollars. Animal nine million two seventy-seven thousand three seventy-seven dollars. The shift six million three forty-two thousand eight hundred dollars. Silent night, the Christmas movie, um four million. One twenty-four thousand three seventy-four dollars. Um, Thanksgiving that came out. Um, that came out. Um, last month made three three million five twenty-four thousand and thirty-six dollars. Um, the Marvels three million three eighty-four thousand two fifty-two dollars. Saltburn. Saltburn two million eight eighty five thousand eight nineteen dollars. Um, okay, so we have and the rest is just the rest of the movies is just you know it just they just dropping. So, um, you guys are more than welcome to check out the website. Um, at www.boxofficemojo.com slash month slash to date 2023. All right. Y'all can look at the results and stuff for the movies for yourselves. All right. All right. So let's get into, let's get into, um, let me see. Let's get into the video game biz right here. But first, let's see. And shouts to um Azalea um Corbett for watching this. I appreciate you for watching this. Um, you know, tell me what you think about the topics in this episode in the comments below. All right. So let's get into let's get into the video game biz, man. You know what I mean? Let's get into the video game biz actually. Um, hang on a second here. Um, one second, folks. Give me one second.
All right, sorry about that. I wanted to ask something. Um, all right, so Keenan Thompson is partnering with Nintendo. And this is going to be our new this is going to be our new segment right here. Um, the video game entertainment newsroom. All right, so let's get into it right here right about now. Hold on a second. Um, wrong thing. Uh, all right. All right, let's get into it right here. Right now. Now, what I got attached to this story about Kenan Thompson, who you may know from SNL and the recently um, Good Move, Good Burger movie sequel and all that stuff right there. Um, I did not know he was in the video game business. You usually see him in the... Uh, you usually see him in the... Uh, um, auto trader commercial but this time he is partnering with nintendo so let's get into it right here man and according to vibe um just in time for the holiday season keenan thompson has landed a new partnership with nintendo thompson stars in the legendary game company's new ad which also stars his two daughters georgia and gianna having a blast playing the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom no tears of the no tears of the kingdom super mario brothers wonder and super mario party the holiday backdrop is the foundation for the familial commercial which points to the nintendo switch as the perfect gift this holiday season the acclaimed comedian exclusively talked to vibe about his new partnership the campaign's emphasis on family time and how the opportunity came about this shit is this shit is ill man and he says in quote i'm super excited about it i mean they called they called, thank God, but they off, offered the opportunity for me to work with my babies, which is the most incredible thing I have yet to experience in the, in this world. The Good Burger 2 star said about the new opportunity. It was a wonderful shoot day. We shot in the we shot in this gorgeous house out in New Jersey, so we didn't have to go far. It was just a whole wonderful setup, and we got to play nintendo switch all day it was it was a fantastic day spent the nintendo switch is 
so family friendly. And it's certain games like Super Mario Brothers, no Super Mario Party, um, where it's very all inclusive and we could play together. It's one thing when everybody's sitting around watching a movie or something. It's a different thing when you are gaming with your family. It's a fun brand new um, where technology is today. An opportunity to dive in and you get to do it all together. That is a very special thing. Um, Kenan Thompson also opened up about feeling like a kid again, playing the, playing the Switch with his daughters, using examples like all that and Kenan and Kel, the actor and the comedian, detailed how his children allowed him to be himself. Absolutely, that's a great question, he expressed. The common denominator of what you were mentioning with those shows is me. I am performing characters, but at the same time, there is a lot of me in every performance. So them allowing me to be myself with my real children, this was such a surreal, real moment that, yeah, it brought me back to being a kid when the first Nintendo came out. I remember we got it for Christmas and played Super Mario Brothers for days until we beat it. And it's been that way since. <laughs> uh, when asked about his relationship with his kids, Keenan described his protective nature as a father. He admitted wanting his daughters to grow up normal as possible and not force the bright the bright lights on them. And Nintendo honored that with when they approached him. Um, Thompson also spoke to the superstar potential in his girls. End quote, I'm not a hyper overprotective, but I'm very protective of my girls. The Atlanta native continued. I didn't know he was from Atlanta. I tried to protect their innocence as far as wanting them to grow up as normal as possible. So I don't like taking pictures with people when I'm around them. I want them to be free of that. Family time is very precious to me, and Nintendo embraced that from the beginning. They were like, Look, we want this to be a display of how great family time can be spent by playing a Nintendo Switch and playing games like Super Mario Party or Super Mario Brothers um, Wonder. I fell in love with that idea first being the opportunity to work with them, but second, sending out such a blasting message of reminding everybody how precious family time is, should be. And then if you can spend it in a fun way, those are the memories that you want to keep through life. That's that's pretty dope, man. And speaking of dope, Xbox has a controller regarding the Wonka movie. Um, and this is according to the Xbox website. So Xbox is the ultimate platform for gamers to power their dreams, but rarely have dreams been as sweet as this. In partnership with the highly anticipated new Warner Brothers Pictures film Wonka, Xbox is celebrating the return of the world's greatest confectioner with a uniquely delectable gaming experience. Starting today, fans can enter the official Xbox Sweet Stakes 
sweet stakes for a chance to win the most extravagant and playful Wonka-inspired Xbox prizes, which include the Wonka-inspired Xbox Series X and storefront display, a special Wonka chocolate bar-inspired Xbox Series X bundled with a unique console display modeled after the magic of Willy Wonka's iconic chocolate store. While the console may look like one of Wonka's famous chocolate bars, the Wonka-inspired Xbox Series X is not edible, unfortunately. That's not something you can eat, man. <laughs> oh, shit. So Xbox of Chocolates, a beautiful box of surprises celebrating the new Wonka film um, containing the first ever official edible Xbox controller made of 100% pure chocolate and wrapped in the signature gold wrapper, a custom designed burgundy um, colored Xbox wireless controller inspired by Wonka's coat from the film and five additional chocolate truffles uniquely crafted to um, complement your Xbox gaming adventures, including achievement hunting, delicious um, chocolate with a boost of energy ingredients which helps with long-term gaming focus time to rack up that game game score button master buzzing with bold espresso to keep your reactions crips and your head in the game your citrus sidekick chocolate and orange team up for a sunny burst of flavor in honor of the fruitful variety of games available on xbox game pass extra kick balances out the sweet with just the right amount of heat just like any and boss this gets you a fired a little fired up but yields sweet rewards um wonker for the win sometimes the greatest joys in life are also the simplest so this treat focuses on the essence of what makes a great truffle the chocolate um 100 pure decadently delicious chocolate fans can enter to win the limited edition wonka prizes by following xbox on x formerly known as twitter and retweeting the official xbox sweet stakes tweet the giveaway will run from november 13th 2023 through December 14th, 2023. For official rules and eligibility details, please visit here. Prizes are limited to sweet stakes only, not available for email. In the film, Wonka's mother tells him every good thing in this world started with a dream. Xbox is taking this message worldwide with a playful in-store experience at Microsoft Experience Centers in New York, London, and Sydney. The front window at each store will feature a Willy Wonka inspired display and puzzle box in the shape of his trusty suitcase. Test your skills by solving the puzzle for a chance to get your hands on some custom Xbox giveaways. Um, see Wonka only in theaters and IMAX beginning internationally on December 6th and nationwide on December 15th, which is next week. Now, um, 
Now, if you want to look at the synopsis, you can look at the synopsis for um, Wonka for yourself. Um, you can also go to the website, which is news.xbox.com, and you're gonna see the synopsis. I'm not gonna go over it because I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. So there you go, right there. <laughs> now, um. Like I said before, no, hold on a second. Call of Duty. Let's do one more, one more topic in regards to gaming. Um, Call of Duty. Okay. And this is from the Source website. As Call of Duty marks its 20th anniversary, we take a moment to acknowledge its long-standing, long-standing connection with the world of hip hop. The iconic franchise has not only been a powerhouse in the gaming industry, um, but has also been a platform for celebrating hip-hop culture. From featuring classic hip-hop tracks in trailers to enlisting hip-hop artists as playable characters, Call of Duty has made its mark on the genre. Um. The journey began with the with the release of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 in 2009. Coincidentally, on November 10th, which used Eminem's Till I Collapse featuring Nate, the late great Nate Dogg in its launch trailer. The game also incorporated four hip-hop tracks playing on a Humvee radio during the campaign. In subsequent releases, Call of Duty continued its embrace of hip-hop featuring tracks such as Eminem's Won't Back Down in Black Ops and Ella Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Out in Warzone Re Reveal trailer. Uh, the list of hip-hop songs in Call of Duty universe, in the Call of Duty universe, expanded over the years, adding to the, adding to the game's immersive experience. Beyond the music, Call of Duty brought hip-hop artists into the game as voice actors and playable characters. Ice Cube, who played Joseph Bowman in the original Black Ops, set the president, and Snoop Dogg joined as his playable character in World War II-themed Vanguard and Modern Warfare 2. Now, the tradition continues with the addition of 21 Savage and Nicki Minaj in Modern Warfare 3, reinforcing the deep connection between hip-hop and Call of Duty. As of as Call of Duty celebrates its 20th anniversary, it not only pays homage to the world of gaming, but also highlights the significant role hip-hop has played in the franchise's history. This collaboration underscores the, the game's influence on popular culture and its commitment to celebrating diversity and creativity. You can catch a run of hip-hop songs included in the Call of Duty franchise over the years below. Of course, you can, which includes Just So Remember, Just So You Remember by Pusha T, um, Till I Collapse by Eminem, um, featuring the late, great Nate Dogg. And that's the Mark cover, Mark, Maka Rove reveal trailer. Uh, 
the multiplayer re- reveal trailer run it by dj snake rick ross and rich brian in the vondell reveal trailer um okay so uh N- notorious big by notorious big featuring little kim and and, and diddy um original song from duran duran um during the multiplayer re- reveal trailer um, Mama Say Knock You Out by Ella Cool J during the Warzone revel, rev, reveal trailer. Excuse me. Um, one Shot, One Kill by John Connor. King of Rock by Run DMC. Till It's Gone, Can't Fire Remix by Yellow Wolf during the multiplayer trailer. Survival by Eminem during the end credits. Won't Back Down uh, by Eminem featuring Pink. Pink and East. The egg on five survival skills by Karis One and Buckshot playing on a Humvee radio during SSDD Crime Wave by 50 Cent playing on a Hum Wave radio during SSDD. Um, and um, SSDD, um, Danger by Marco Polo and Marco Polo and Torre. New New by Sugar City featuring Maria V. Uh, Temple Eye of the Tiger. Temple Eye of the Tiger by Lizzo and Survivor. Survivor during the Verdance 84 trailer. War Tracks in Vehicle Radio was popping. Jack Hollow. Rough Riders Anthem. Late Great DMX. Grinding by The Clips. Rappers Delight, The Sugar Hill Gang, It's Tricky, Run DMC, Push It, Salt and Pepper, Fight the Power, Public Enemy, The Message, Grandmaster Flash, and The Furious Five. Microphone Fiend, Eric B. and Rakim, Run's House, um, Run DMC, Straight Out straight of the Compton, MWA, NWA, Rebel Without a Call, no, excuse me. Rebel Without a Pause, Public Enemy, Cream, Wu-Tang Clan, Two of America's Most Wanted, Late Great Tupac featuring Snoop Dogg, Nothing But a G Thang, um, Nothing But a G Thang, Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg, Scenario, A a Tropical Quest, New York State of Mind, Nas, Hypnotize, The Notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Biggie Smalls, Dirt Off Your Shoulders, Jay-Z, State Prisoner, Black Thought, Hip Hop, Dead Prez, Deep and hard, Mark Gribs, Grigsby, excuse me, Light is Up, Little Kim, Chun Lee, Nicki Minaj, and lastly, Sliding by 21 Savage. All right. Okay. Now, I said I was going to come back to actually talk about SantaCon, right? Now, here it is, man. Here it is. We're going to get into SantaCon. Um, right about now, man. But I want to actually start off with a question before I even get to it. Are you looking for something fun to do for the weekend? Weekend, I got you with all the answers. And this week's remains to be seen. All right. 
Let's get into it. And shout outs to um one black face. All right, let's get into it right here, man. Remains to be seen. So SantaCon starts tomorrow, and here's some things you should know about it. Um, SantaCon, the seasonal cause of and solution to all of New York's problems, as Homer Simpson might say, is coming back to town this weekend in all its booziness. The annual pub crawl traditionally featuring thousands of intoxicated people dressed like santa claus galvanized no gavin hold on gala vanting through manhattan is slated to kick off on saturday for some SantaCon is a boozy joy to young revelers for many jaded new yorkers however SantaCon is loathed for the many quality of life problems related to public drunkenness that the festival often brings to the fore. Uh, whether you love the annual festivities or you are hell-bent on avoiding the parade of drunken Santas, here, here's all you need to know about this year's SantaCon. What is SantaCon, you ask? SantaCon is an annual bar crawl where thousands of festively um, dress revelers make their way through the streets of manhattan beginning in midtown before heading down to the east village participants who don costumes of santa elves and reindeer are encouraged to donate 15 dollars on the event's website which will go to various charitable causes Ooh, very interesting huh Huh. Okay. Very interesting. And, um, and yeah, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me get this right. Hold on. I'm trying to get this right, though. Okay. All these loud, all these loud ass cars, man. I'm sorry you had to hear that, but um, <laughs> I'm sorry you had to hear that, but um, hang on a minute.
Yeah, sorry about that, folks. Um, due to the loud car. All right, so donations guarantee free entry into partic participating venues. Each year, um, aside from during the COVID-19 pandemic, the event draws around 30,000 participants. Now, when does it start? SantaCon will kick off on Saturday, December 9th, which is tomorrow at 10 a.m. Participants are not held to a rigorous schedule of when to attend each bar. So many um, partiers join late. Which bars are participating? Event organizers have created a map of over 50 bars that have signed up to host the flock of intoxicated partiers who will begin their crusade at one of three watering holes in Times Square, Pink Taco, Yard House, and Margaritaville. <laughs> Participants can head to um, SantaCon on Twitter um, sl slash X for updates on participating locations. Are there rules for SantaCon? Yes, there are, so pay attention. The event organizers list several rules on their website in an attempt to moderate the bad behavior of some partygoers. Namely, namely, don't mess with kids, cops, boss, staff, and the charity mission, or simply the, the city of New York. Just be nice to people and clean up after yourselves. No puking on the street. Meanwhile, as many SantaCon attendees travel from outside the city for, for the festivities, the MTA has announced a ban on alcohol consumption aboard Metro North Railroad and Long Island Railroad trains on the day of the event. The MTA's ban begins at 4, 4 a.m. on December 9th and lasts through noon on December 10th. Visitors will see an increased presence of MTA police officers at transit hubs like Penn Station and Grand Central Terminal with authorities instructed to confiscate alcoholic beverages and issue summonses. Violators may also be subject to removal from trains or stations by police, according to the MTA. How to avoid SantaCon. If you are looking to avoid getting caught up in the event, you should avoid the area between Midtown and East Village during the day on Saturday. All right. So there's more places that I want to provide y'all um, for the weekend. There's more places that I want to provide y'all for the weekend. Um, let me see. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, all right. Um, yes, there is more actually. There is more.
Okay, we got some more more fun activities to do for the week and weekend. Um, and this is from the website that I'm using, which is um, timeout.com. And y'all are, are more than welcome to actually check out the website if you are in Chicago, Paris, Los Angeles, New York, any place you can think of is right there, www.timeout.com. All right. Starting with Fifth Avenue Open Streets. Following the success of the initiative um, last year, city officials have just announced that once again, Fifth Avenue will be closed to all car traffic for a few weekends in December of this year, the town's own way to celebrate the holidays. The 2023 Open Streets program, which last year drove three million dollars in spending to businesses in the area will expand about 25 percent next month shutting down the traffic on fifth avenue from 48th street to 59th street wow yeah um Okay, so whether the iconic street will ever go car-free permanently is yet to be seen, but we'll get a preview of what that would feel like on December 3rd, December 10th, um, and 17th from noon through 6 p.m., when the avenue will only be accessible to pedestrians. According to a press released on the designated Sundays, the areas will also be filled with food and drink vendors while featuring various performances. All right, so we have twice the night before. Um, twice the night before. Uh, I'm not even going to butcher the name, so I'm just going to skip that. And we have for all you Jewish people out there who celebrate Hanukkah. We have the menorah lightings. And um, yeah, that happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, hold on a second. Manhattan. Okay, so two massive menorah light up each year to celebrate Hanukkah in NYC, one in Manhattan, and one in Brooklyn. Um, Manhattan, find the world's largest Hanukkah menorah in Manhattan's Grand Army Plaza at 59th Street um, for all eight days of the Festival of Lights. And, um, of course, Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn and stuff. Um I'm pretty sure that started already. Um, I do apologize for that one right there. Uh, yeah, so only one night of holiday celebration of Hanukkah. Of course, Hanukkah means you have more than a week to drink and celebrate. Hanukkah 2023 starts at nightfall on December 7, 2023, and ends with nightfall on December 15, 2023. Um. The Jingle Ball. During iHeartRadio's annual touring holiday bash, Madison Square Garden becomes home to Z100's Jingle Ball NYC. 
this year's blowout features Olivia Rodrigo, Scissor, One Republic, and more on Friday, December 8th, which already happened. Which already happened. I do apologize for that. Um, for being a little behind. Um, let's see. And we have Elfcon. If SantaCon is a little too raucous for you, Elfcon has got you covered. This family family friendly hot cocoa crawl is made even sweeter by the fact that proceeds go to charity. Uh, on Sunday, December 10th, kids and their families are invited invited to Rome NYC in elf costumes as part of this fun event. Meet up to find the chief elf den head with your fellow elves to participate in cocoa locations. The start location will be announced closer to the event date. Those who donate online will be eligible for a special elf passport to be stamped at each cocoa location, leading up to a special prize. Proceeds will go to the Trevor Project and and the Making Headway Foundation. You can get your tickets there. Uh, we have the Christmas Spectacular starring the Radio City Rockettes. You can check that out as well. Um, we have um, we have the Gingerbread NYC, the Great Borough Bake Off. <laughs> of course, obviously, Rockefeller Center and the Brooklyn Bridge, the Bronx Zoo, the Apollo Theater, and more iconic New York City landmarks have been shrunken down and sugarified into gingerbread recreations. 23 gingerbread houses comprise this year's Gingerbread NYC, the Great Borough Bake Off at the Museum of the City of New York. The display is now on view through January 15th at the museum on the Upper East Side. The exhibition is included with general admission, which costs $20 per person. Um, local judges awarded honors to the top placing entries, but everyone can vote on their favorite for the People's Choice Award. Um, don't miss a free community day on Saturday, December 9th with snacks, kids, activities, and Santa. You can register here. Um, we also have the... Uh, the big band holiday shows. Um, and um, yeah, and that is going to be, and that's going to take place at the Birdland Jazz Club on Sunday, December 17th. Um, will feature big band arrangements of classic holiday songs, tracks from the singer's own um, records, uh, like 2019's chart-topping night at the movies, as well as swinging renditions of jazz song, jazz love songs. Um, I do apologize if I can't pronounce this person's name, so I'm just gonna spell it out, which is S V E T L 
A-N-A. All right. So, all right, let's see what else we have for Christmas, right? Let's see. Let's see. Um, let's see. Yes, Gingerbread Lane. We got Gingerbread Lane, which um, which is which takes place at the Chelsea Market in Manhattan from November 26th to January 7th. And of course, near the hallway with the twinkling lights. It'll be on view during market hours, which which is from 10 a.m. to 9 a.m. daily. And we have the rink at Rockefeller Center that's happening right now. Um, you can also check that out as well. Um, so so um, the rink at Rockefeller Center is open now. You can get your tickets, which is on sale right now. And we have the, the Bryant Park Winter Village. All right, so... So the Winter Village at Bryant Park has returned in in all its holiday glory on on the grounds. You can peruse more than 180 shopping and food kiosks at no all at one of the best NYC parks. Expect loads of hand handmade, unique, and New York City specific gifts for your family and friends. Work up an appetite at the 17,000 square foot ice skating rink and then fill up at the rinkside pop-up restaurant called The Lodge for festive cocktails and hearty food. Um, Don't miss the small business spotlight booth, which features local minority-owned businesses. Um, The winter... The Winter Village will be open through March 3rd, 2024. All right. And, um, oh, boy. And um, Lightscape at Brooklyn Botanic Botanic Gardens, um, which is happening um, right now. Yes, so the... The Brooklyn Botanic Garden is bringing back its gorgeous after-dark illuminated spectacular to its grounds from November 17, 2023 to January 1st, 2024. Um, Lightscape is an illuminated trail of art from local and international artists, features the iconic Winter Cathedral and a larger fire garden, all set to over a million lights, color, and music. This year, it has been reimagined with a longer trail and new immersive experiences along the way, including Supernova at a 24-foot high illuminated Moravian star, a sparkling new um, chandelier walk, and a giant red poppy blossoms of um, florace for excuse me floration that hover above the trail pardon me for the mispronunciation um of course there will be food concessions along the trail that will s- still offer seasonal treats like hot cocoa hot cider and mold wine as well as light bites cookies and sweets tickets are on sale now for the event this year's 
um, show offers off-peak and peak pricing ranging from $34 to $39 for adults and $17 to $17 for kids. And we got the holiday train that's going on by the New York Botanical Garden. In case you've been living under the rock, there's been some transit bus ads of the New York Botanical Garden holiday train show, which is happening right now. The beloved New York holiday train at the New York Botanical Garden going on for over 30 years is back as of November 17th and bigger than ever. Watch the model trains zip past nearly 200 famous New York landmarks like the Empire State Building, Radio City Music Hall, the Statue of Liberty, Brooklyn Bridge, and Rockefeller Center, all made of natural materials such as leaves, cinnamon sticks, twigs, bark, and berries. The garden meticulously maintains maintains its collection of 25 G-scale model trains that will chug along a nearly half-mile track, which is also overhead in the warmth of the conservatory. Or head outside to the all-new outdoor train display. Be sure to snap a holiday photo at the garden's brand-new mountainscape. The train show is on view through January 15, 2024. Be sure to buy your tickets and everything else from all the events that I just mentioned from the website at www.timeout.com. You can check it out on all things to do for in NYC this weekend, which is which is um which is from the 8th to the 10th. All right. So there you have it right there. Make sure you get your tickets and stuff. Don't don't wait to the last minute. All right. So let's see who came in. Um K K J Renee. All right. Um yeah. Hi there. Um, all right. Um, I think let me see what else. Let me see. Let me see if I covered everything and all the bases and stuff. Yes. I think we're good, man. I think we're good. All right, 220, 223. Okay. Let me. Sorry, wrong button. I did not mean to press that. Forgive me. <laughs> I did not mean to press that. All right, man. I think I'm going to wrap up right here, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to wrap up right here, man. This is just, this has been an interesting episode right here. And um, I am going to, I am going to go to the last segment right here, man, which is, Stream choices on the go. Let's go. And y'all folks know what to do, man. Make sure you follow the podcast on face Facebook. Not only Facebook, but on Threads. 
and Instagram Live at Off the Meat Red Chains NY Podcast, which is also Off the Meat Red Chains New York Avenue Podcast. Be sure to also follow my other podcast shows that I do, which is Excellent Fun Vibrant Talks Podcast, um, the Sports Edition Show, and the Review Show, um, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast. I'm going to try my best to actually record the 122nd episode um, tomorrow, depending on how much energy I have. So, you know what I'm saying? So um, I'm going to do my best to actually record that as well. And uh, be sure to follow me on the gram, which is GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. All right. Turn your notifications so you can be notified on when I'm going to be on Instagram live recording podcast episodes. All right. So if you go to, if you go to, um, hang on a minute here. Hang on. If you go to link, in bio in my link tree you're gonna see a whole list of audio streaming platforms for you to stream listen and watch episodes starting with odyssey audible audio burst amazon music breaker bullhorn fm castbox fm deezer listen notes moon moon fm podcast player fm pocket cats pod bay pod friend pod hound Podo Polo, Podorama, Podcast Index, Podcast Attic, Podchaser, Podverse, Podcast Guru, Podvine, Snipped, Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, um, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, the number one app for, for you to listen, stream, music, radio and podcast for free you don't need a debit card or credit card to download iHeartRadio or any other stream platform apps that i just mentioned all right um of course be sure to follow subscribe and also on youtube at gmoneystacks555 for more live video podcast episodes and um of course grab the subscribe button click on this click on alerts so you can be notified on when i'll be um recording podcast episodes on the air via live stream more of your content upcoming episodes previous episodes in case you missed it don't worry all the episodes are uploaded and posted to the channel page leave a like comment with the episodes, share the episodes, share the videos, and even, even listen, stream, watch these episodes, download the episodes, even including your favorite episodes and topics. And of course, add the podcast to your playlist, which includes Spotify, um, Odyssey, you have you have um Audible, you have Moon FM Podcast. You have Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever you have your podcast to add your podcast episodes to your playlist, all right? Of course, tell a friend to another friend. Be sure to spread the word to 
your husbands, your wives, your boyfriends, girlfriends, friends, the people you are cool with from work, and also share my link tree link that says link tree slash G Money Stacks Triple Five. All right. Um. Also, I want to point out something. This also um. This also um. An an event that's going down in in um Brooklyn Coney in Coney Island, Brooklyn called Frostfest. Um, I forgot to mention that as well, actually. So let's, let me mention, let me mention this though, um, before I even get off the air. Um, Frostfest. Uh, let me, let me just mention that. Um, yes. Uh, Frostfest. Where, where is this? Hold on. Hang on a second. Yes, Frostfest. Let me just look for it. Um, Um, hold on a second, folks. I'm just looking for the uh, the Frostfest thing. Um, forgot to mention that too. Yes, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. So, um, yes, so, um According to this, actually, so Luna Park, one of Coney Island's beloved um, amusement parks, has extended its summertime excitement into the winter months for the first time ever with Frostfest, a holiday celebration full of winter activities. On select days from now through January 7th, the park, which is usually closed between September and March, will welcome visitors of all ages to enjoy their winter theme playground with an ice skating rink an ice skating rink um rides and attractions twinkling lights and festive decor photos with santa shopping and festive food options um the team launched its Winter Wonderland on November 18th with a tree lighting ceremony attended by costume carolers, carolers, and stilt walkers, local local elected officials, and of course, uh, special words from Luna Park's owner, um, Alice, Alessandro Zamperla. Luna Park is the heart of South Brooklyn and the heart of Coney Island. And hold that thought.
And this is really the moment for people to have an open heart and share joy, he told Broken Paper. Uh, we've gotten a lot of feedback in terms of enthusiasm and excitement as pe soon as people are able to walk in and see what we've created. A tree lining, uh, a tree lining ceremony, Zamperla said the winter time opening was a historical event that credits the unique energy of Coney Island, its community, and the park's 120-year-old legacy. Coney Island is the place where people are together, where people can create memorable experiences and can have a really great human connection. We're making history today, he said. Council member Ari Kagan, who represents the district, also addressed the crowd and said he hopes the event comes back every year and um this is the first time this is the first one but there'll be many more kagan said it's about enjoyment it's about love it's about bringing people and community together so i'm happy to be with you and celebrate this grand opening in between in between rides on the tickler or electro spin park visitors can stop by one of the booths one of the booths to grab a cup of hot apple cider or a sweet treat. Littles, littles ones can pose for a picture with carol carolers or head to Santa's workshop to send uh, a letter to the North Pole. Adrian Grimes, who brought her nephew and his friend to the opening day said the trio came all the way from Manhattan just to enjoy the merry festivities. It's great for the com community and just something lively to do. Grimes told Broken Paper it's very enjoyable for child for the children and something different. Amir, her nine-year-old nephew, said he was most excited to ride rides with his friend. I'm happy and excited, Amir told Broken Paper. I feel happy because I can play with my friend while the chilly November um, weather is certainly a change from the sunny days and warm breezes that usually accompany a day at Luna Park, Zan Peller said. The spirit of the park is the same. We hope people come out and experience something that's only at Luna Park, Zamperla said. Nothing is like the park. All right, so that's going to do it for me, man. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka the Gregonary. I hope you enjoyed the episode and the, the places for you to do for the weekend as far as like fun activities and everything else in between. And um, and yeah, I I truly appreciate every single one of you who had the chance to actually um, you know, tune in to this episode. You could have listened to any podcast in the whole world, but you chose to listen to this New York Avenue podcast platform. And I truly appreciate every single one of you for listening, and all that great stuff right there, man. And like I said. Like I said, I'm your man G Money Stacks, aka the Greginator, and I and I truly appreciate you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode titled the titled the desserts include some ice cream flavors, which is dedicated to the to the little Debbie Christmas snacks. 
All right. Don't forget to cop your little Debbie Christmas snacks at Walmart, Big Lots, any stores you can find them. Go ahead and cop them because it's going going to be there at a limited time. And if you miss any particular um places that I just mentioned for fun activities for the weekend, you can go to timeout.com slash um things to do um in NYC from December the 8th to the 10th. All right. And that's for the people. And that and also for the people in Los Angeles, California, and other places, you can do the same as well. You can go to timeout.com and and look for things to do for the weekend. The week or any day of the week, all right? So remember the grind doesn't stop, hard work pays off. If you want something, you have to work hard and and earn it. New York wasn't built in a day and and i want people to remember man um do not let age stop you from doing what you love unlike andre 3000 as i talked about in yesterday's episode 311 and um of course find and look for something find your niche find your wins your whys your hows your wins your what's and creatively if you're making a podcast if you're making a radio show whatever you doing with whatever you're doing with your art counts uh be on your p's and q's on a consistency basis have confidence in yourself don't doubt yourself don't put limitations on yourself and be on your grind creatively mentally physically and spiritually that gets you into your zone alongside with tunnel vision all right i'm up out of here thank you very much for listening peace and one love enjoy the rest of your weekend and i hope you enjoy the the places that i provided for y'all the fun activities that I provided for y'all from um timeout.com the broken paper that i just mentioned luna park and the frost fest um events for christmas everything is going to be christmas related to fun activities all right throughout this month that's what i'm going to be dedicating remains to be seen to christmas activities all right i'm out of here peace and one love. Enjoy your weekend. Be careful out there. If you're going to Santa Con or any other places, what's up? Or, all right. And of course, stay out of trouble. Be safe. And peace and one love. I'm out of here. Good night, everybody.
Yo, what's up, everyone at home? You want to hear more from me? I need your help on a couple of things. Go follow Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Avenue podcast on Facebook, Threads, and Instagram. Tap on the notifications so you can know when I will be on Instagram live recording podcast episodes. Plus, you can do the same with YouTube on my channel, G Money Stacks Triple Five. Grab the subscribe button for more live video episodes. Click on the notification bell and alerts as reminders of the date, day, and time when each episode recording will be on the air via live stream. You can also share your thoughts on the topics of each episode in the comments section. If you miss any new or previous episodes, don't worry. You can catch up in my link tree slash gmoneystacks555 with the links to listen, stream, and watch on every streaming platform, including Spotify for Podcasters, formerly known as Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Also, you can download and add the podcast to your playlist of your favorite episodes. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, a.k.a. The Greganator. Thank you so much for, for tuning in, listening, streaming, rocking with me, and watching me on the podcast. One love. Peace out.